Welcome to Through the Lens, the podcast about movies, TV shows, and anime. I'm Ben. And I'm Charles. And we're going to host this third episode. Today we're going to be looking at the uh, latest season of Bojack Horseman and everything that got us there, basically. All right, should, should we just start by saying, did you like the ending? I already said to you that for me, there was three possibilities about the ending. Was either a suicide or dying without really be aware of it by the using of drugs or alcohol. Yeah, like uh, serotonin, basically. Yeah, yeah. Second one was prison. Or third one was trying to not get it by uh, all this thing uh, that tried to cut up to him and uh, to Everything be above happens. it. Yeah. And the three, the three endings I said happened at the same time. But yeah, I liked the ending. Like the, the last two episodes are very, very good. But the sixth first of the second part of the sixth season were a bit slow. When I saw when I saw the start of the second half of the season, I was a bit scared of the end. Because I thought it, 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 it was going to be bad. We didn't know which direction they're going to take. I was a bit scared of that. Maybe the ending is not going to be that great for that great series. I enjoyed the f episodes before, yeah, the final two. A lot more on my second watch through, which I just finished uh, like half an hour ago. It's for the same reason that I didn't like the last episode in my first watch through. Yeah. Basically, when I first watched it, mm -hmm. I didn't like that he didn't die. Because there was the whole episode 15 just yeah. being his and he was so demented good, state good. of trying to rationalize things, I guess, and, and going back to like all of the, the people that have died in his yeah. life. And, and the, the, the good, all the details in that episode, each character is eating or uh, is in relation with the way they died. Yeah, of course, of course. And, yeah, so, yeah. It's so, and Zach Braff as the butler. Yeah, I, it took me to the second watch through to remember how he died uh, during the whole oh, cracking incident. Yeah, you know? when he was, was so good and he was funny and, and dark and sarcastic and very humorish. And I think that that episode was maybe even better than the 16. But I like the ending of the 16, like the five, the last five minutes. So, yeah, on my first, first watch through, I really felt during episode 15 and so that's why i was really disappointed during episode 16 yeah. but on my second watch through it was the opposite because i knew he would survive it anyway yeah and so in 16 it's really closing all the storylines and that's why i it made me appreciate the previous episodes a bit more because it made me realize how this whole season has been about just consequences. Mm, yeah. I mean, the whole show is about consequences, obviously. But this Consequence, season uh, is... Yeah, it, it, yeah. Yeah, this season is just like, you can't run away from all of the stuff that you've done. You can apologize 
a thousand times, there's still going to be consequences for all of the bad shit that he's done. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you had the two reporters that were just getting closer and closer. And, and he was just in his... And very... Uh, yeah, and he was just on, digging. And he was just on his little cloud in Connecticut, completely removed from all of the craziness that is the show, basically. I actually really enjoyed the Diane storyline as well. Yeah, uh, final very season. Much. Yeah, because at the end of the previous season, it was such a difficult place that she was in and that she had been in, and that just the, the yeah. way she finds a way to be happy with her husband we learn at the end of the episode yeah and just doing something that's not crazy fundamental but just makes her happy that makes her go through her day without just breaking down all of the time i really appreciated the episode where she doesn't take her pill yeah yeah she, she stopped and, her meds and then she and it's exactly again. the 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 episode that was a few seasons ago with a bojack's depression where he's just like with the internal monologue reminding him how much of a piece of shit he is yeah just uh, yeah that's when hollyhock was there this episode was so good yeah so Uh, and yeah i had a really similar vibe going with diane and it just felt i just felt so much worse for her because she hasn't been as terrible a person i would say as bojack has been his whole life she she wasn't even bad at all in all the, the show. I mean, she was just like... The, the, there was, I mean, you can't say that it was good for her to hook up with Mr. Peanut Butter again when he was with Pickles. Yeah, but like compared to what Bojack Oh yeah, did, no, compared to like, Bojack, it's definitely... It's like common, common people stuff, you know? It's like... Yeah, but that's why I enjoyed that episode, I think, because it just grounded the whole situation and yeah, sure famous people who are in the excess all of the time are going to have some mental health issues, but it really brought it back to just common people. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I liked that episode too, because uh, for a long time, until even a few months ago, I kind of thought in the same way as Diane. Like, I thought that my creative process would only be good if I was damaged good. Not if I, if I was happy. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, that's bullshit. Because recently I did, a few months ago, I did some photos, for example, and they turned out great. And at that moment, I was on a little cloud of happiness. And then I realized, oh, so all my thought and all my thinking of my creative process, all those past years were wrong. And so that's why I like that, that episode, because usually people in the creative business, when you're kind of young, you think that you have to be sad or damaged good to do good thing, empathic thing. Or... And that's not true. You can do great work and having a good mental health and being happy and yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry. Um, just a, a quick detail. Have you noticed how after he signs the rice away to Angela Diaz for his image in the in Horsing Round? After yeah. that, we don't hear the usual outro of back in the 90s, I was in a famous TV show because he's not in that famous TV show anymore. 
Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, so that was oh, a nice touch, wow. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, that's like. Also, yeah. just talking about outros, episode 15, if you watch the whole outro, it starts with the flat line, but during the credits, it comes back up and starts beeping. Again. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You kind yeah, of have yeah. a spoiler there, I guess. I, 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 I did notice that. Because we, we said we said that we're going to do Bojack Horseman today, I did binge watch it in whole Friday night. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I watched it Friday and I watched it again today. But I did only watch the last uh, two episodes. The one character I kind of feel bad for, though, the only one is Mr. Peanut Butter. Why? Because he's still all alone. Yeah, but alone doesn't mean that you're unhappy. That's the thing that he's been basically chasing this whole season, like justifying not being alone. Every time he could just not be alone. Mm. And he still ends up alone anyway, because yeah, Bojack, Bojack is in prison. And he's just doing stunts to have attention on him still and still be the center of attention. But that still doesn't get him any really valuable and long lasting. Uh, you know what? You know what? What I was disappointing in that second part of the season is that one of the, for me at least, the character I, I like one of the most was Kelsey Jennings, the director. They uh, put it at the last episode of the first part. So I was like, okay, it's going to be a cameo. They're going to put it more uh, in the second part. And then nothing. We don't even see her. We don't hear about her. There's nothing. And we don't even hear about Tina either. Who's Tina? The, the actress that Bojack strangled. Oh, well, we yeah. I guess her storyline. It yeah, was cut story. off. It was cut off, and they are, they, uh, I don't know. They they but, talked about them on the last episode of the first. Right, part. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and yeah, Kelsey Jennings is nothing. hesitating to hire her. Yeah, and she had basically. And she had a big project about a movie, and yeah, we know it's not about these two characters that the show is, but still, I felt a bit like disappointing by that. So yeah, Tina. The the thing is, you kind of see that. Bojack has damaged her in a way that it makes her very difficult for, for her to her just to move on. Yeah. To, to keep going, even like when she's first on the call sheet, she's finally earned what she's been working for all of those years, but it barely, very quickly got to her head. And mm. because of Bojack's influence, she's not secure in her, like she doesn't feel safe and secure in her own body. That's one of the people who Bojack damaged and left on the side of the road. Yeah. I didn't really like the reporter's character. Uh, Paige Sinclair? Yeah, and the other and one... Max. Uh, like, uh, not, not that just, oh, yeah, I don't like them. It was just like how they put them in the story wasn't well prepared, I thought. It felt kind of like forced to have someone to dig up that and the whole thing seems to me not very well directed and just they just wanted to put a source of chaos into all that 
But to be fair, it's, you can't know and decide when people are going to start going after a specific person. And you see that it takes them a long time to finally get all of the elements together so that they yeah. can bring down Bojack. Because it was a whole season yeah. for them to... to um, in episode 8, we see the the guy that used to be uh, with Penny, the, the friend with oh, Penny. Oh, yeah, Pete and, and then we know that it said something to Hollyhock, and then we never see that, we never hear much about that, we never hear from her of what she But we do see Hollyhock putting a lot of distance yeah, yeah. between her uh, uh, and do we Ojek. do we even know what's inside the letter no the no we know it's two pages worth but we don't know what's said yeah that that also it was a, such a bummer i was like why at this point like the words themselves don't matter anymore you just understand that she wants nothing to do with him yeah anymore yeah so the season starts on this little cloud of happiness at the with university Dr. of Wesleyan. Oh, the, no, that's the half season. Yeah, I mean the, the second part. Very often it starts like that. You either have the first episode of Bojack's life and the second part is usually on Diane's life. Sure, yeah. Very, very often it's like that. Like the second, the second episode is mostly about the life of Diane in Chicago and a maid's problem and everything. So I like uh, how they kind of try to keep this kind of flow right. because it was uh, very similar in season five. Yeah, and, and in season, season four, four, four was the opposite, two. if I remember correctly. Uh, season four is starting with the yeah, season four started then, with the seam. Yeah. And then you have uh, Bojack Osman just after. Season 3 is very different. Yeah, because uh, Season 3 is with the Bojack Horseman show. Yeah, and so exactly. The second episode, they're together. Yeah. It's kind of like the... first episode the, is for the, the adventure. Oscar stuff. Yeah, the award. But I like how they keep this, this line, this red line uh, for the last three seasons. Yeah, I mean, it became a lot more than just the Bojack Horseman very quickly, I think. And that's yeah. in the first season. I mean, I wasn't really sold on the show until halfway uh, through the season when it really starts was, going I, darker. I think I was sold after just the first episode. I don't remember. Is the first episode the one with the muffin or? Uh, no, the, the, but the muffin is amazing though. Um, that's the second episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not crazy about that episode. The, the first episode ends when he's hiring Diane to write, and then oh, that's he, because he starts to flirt with Diane, and then he hears that Diane is with Mr. Peanut Butter, and then he starts to puke. Yeah. All Sexually, the, but in a sex, but in a sexual way, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. This penis has been in that vagina. In yes. sexual way. Yes. Oh, yes. yes many times. <laughs> and then he just picked all the cotton candy on the hill. Oh, yeah. And we did. Uh, was that in season six then that, that we, or season five, that we see the person Se who lives uh, down no, hill? Season four. Season is four. Season because four? It's, yeah, because it's when Hollyhock is living with him and his mom. Uh, all right. That they go down the hill and see the neighbor. Yeah. Oh, my God. That poor person. <laughs> Uh, why didn't you didn't like the muffin episode? 
I don't know, it just takes forever and it's not very interesting. No, it's so funny because it kind of, it kind of, I mean, looking the... back, yeah, of course, it shows you a lot of the personality that yeah. Bojack, oh, Bojack has. is. And it's still a slog to go through for me. Oh, uh, no, I like it because did you watch the thing I told you to watch, Curb Your Enthusiasm? No, not yet. So you should watch it and see how much they got inspired from him. You're gonna, you're gonna understand. I think you can like more Bojack if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. There's so many references. Like for example, in the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, the first episode, they talk a lot about wobbly tables. Is this yeah, it, it is uh, but it's kind of know. the same shtick that you'd have in a, in a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, of course, because it's Larry David, you know. Well, on that very ending of that amazing show. Uh, How do you feel about Princess Caroline's ending? I don't even remember a lot the ending. So she gets married to Noah? Oh, yeah! Judah. Uh, Judah, yeah, sorry, Judah, not Noah. Noah. Uh, I, I, I did like that a lot. I, I, did, I, I, I wasn't but expecting feel... that at all. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. But that's kind of his character too, I guess, that he doesn't show emotions at all. Yeah. And he's just work, work, work. The same way she is, just work, work, work yeah. all the time. I guess it's good they found each other. I like how also Todd and his girlfriend... Maud. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he I gets like his it. own place. The one character who hasn't had his own home and who was kicked out from his home yeah. finally gets to start a conversation with his mom. Which, honestly, until we see her, see her at the window, yeah, like, before we actually see her, I thought she was actually dead and it was just his oh, stepdad yeah, me too. trying oh. to keep a, a rapport with them because he felt bad because he wasn't there. Yeah. But yeah, obviously she's alive. And you see, they have the same curly hair. Did you notice? Yeah. So throughout the season, I really liked how they just built the characters, how they put also a very good insight of mental health and substance abuse. Yeah. It's, I think it's very important, especially in the old days when it's kind of like no big deal for everyone. And when it is i like the depiction of friendship and how the different views on friendship that can be yeah. like for, for instance in the ending of season five it's okay to be very mad or to hate your friends at some point but if they are really your friend you're still helping them because they're your friend and you love them and that's something that's touched on also on in Diane's book and when she's speaking with Sonny, uh, yeah. Diane's son. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, can friends be mad at each other and still be friends? Is that real? Yeah, it is real. So I, I, I really like that as well, because for me, for a, a very long time, I was kind of like the kid. I was like, is that possible? But if I'm mad to my friend, doesn't that necessarily mean I'm not friend with them anymore? For me, that was very important. They put that also. 
I found it pretty funny though when the the first time that uh, Diane actually meets Sonny and 30 seconds that guy is gone. She already breaks his heart by telling him that yeah. <laughs> his parents hate each other and they're never going to get back together. And he's still yeah. very naive about life yeah, in general. Love. Yeah, life, love. That was good. Yeah. And Guy is such a good and supportive oh. boyfriend for Diane. Where does this guy come from? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he's the one who made the executive decision when she had stopped taking the meds to actually yeah. send the first pages of, of the book she was writing but didn't want to write. Yeah. And gets her going again by just showing her all the support that she gets constantly and instantly from Princess Caroline as well. Okay, so for me, as a creative, for me, that, that scene doesn't depict reality. Especially because it's harder to make movies. No, 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 no. no. I, I mean, if someone, my significant other, would take my work and send it to someone, especially in the case of Diane, because she's vulnerable, she's not on meds anymore, she's very, she can be easily mad. In real life, she would freak out, storm off, and maybe break up with her boyfriend. I think and it was. And, that, and then he walks out with Princess Caroline. Now, in real life, it's much more impulsive because your work is everything. I agree that it's not realistic, but I think it was also made to be a parallel from when she was writing Bojack's book. And he was so against it when he had read a little bit of it, the, the first few pages, when it's really harsh about him. And she yeah. decides to leak some those first pages online. And that really starts a conversation yeah. about BoJack Horseman again. Yeah. And people being supportive. And I think that was the parallel they were trying to make there, maybe? Yeah, maybe. But, but I like that she's okay. And then she's trying to find a new way of being happy. That's a, For me, that's a good ending for her. And then we end on the rooftop. Yeah, just like, like it ended in the first episode, isn't it? Uh, oh, no, no well, not first in the first season, episode, first but season. first season, yeah. Yeah, we kind of feel like there's still a connection, but it's much more of a intense, loving, uh, platonic relationship, friendship connection. Did you notice that the last things they say are uh, Nas references from his album Elmatic? Absolutely. The song uh, Life's a Bitch. Yeah, the lyrics go, life's a bitch and then you die. That's why we get high, because you never know when you're going to go. That's the lyrics. And Bojack just alludes to it with, uh, life's a bitch and then you die, right? And she turn his, turns it back around. Life's a bitch and then sometimes you just keep living. Yeah, because that's coming from him, from a place of insecurities and still uh, looking on substance abuse. And she re responds as someone in a place of security and being above mental health problem and substance abuse also thinking about all of, like the some of the references that they have in this last episode one of the gangsters that he has in his uh, program to act in prison yeah was the mob boss that we see yeah, um, yeah, yeah, kidnapping yeah, 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 Todd yeah, yeah. or something in the first episode. Yeah, the the one uh, that he made also the quinceanera. In, uh... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 
I don't know if we see other one. Isn't that also the goat from the the, from the two gangs from like yeah, the, the, Latin, it, the, the Latin the Latin the Latin kings? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And there's uh, what's his name, George Clooners and uh, Brad Pitt equivalent, and those guys are at the party at the end at the wedding reception. Yeah, you kind of see everyone. You also see the two um, the two Pepsi guy. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I didn't the, notice them. Yeah, I noticed the the, the manatee just, from Manatee uh, Fair. Path dancing along with each other. I think we also see in the background G Day Salinger, but I'm not sure. Maybe yeah, I didn't notice him. They did try to put like every famous character as possible. <laughs> For the Hollywood unveiling. Uh, yeah, it's uh, PB Living, the, the company that he had basically bankrupted him multiple times. Uh, yeah. Butter, yeah. He still has it going. So you know that his accountant is still very much super depressive now. Yeah. Most. During the reception, when Todd takes him out to go to, yeah, to go to the seaside and just look at the fireworks, I thought that was a really great moment for their last conversation that we see in the show. Yeah, I guess. I liked that Todd had to use himself had to use Margot Martindale. It was so good. It's such a yes. good, uh, such a good cameo to the first season. The trouble of Todd start with uh, an irresolved uh, problem with uh, at the end. Well, that's uh, her whole storyline is really. It might be the craziest one in the show yeah. because she just embraces crime at some point when they're robbing an art gallery or something, and yeah. she starts killing cops left and right, and then she goes to prison for a while, right? Then she escapes. She escapes, then she, like, she gets like the, again, she yeah, drowns, she, she goes into a, com- a coven. Yeah. Uh, uh, well. She escapes from the coven. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think you can do you can do a full episode if you take out each part where she is in. The Marco Martindale story. Yeah. <laughs> and then it gets resolved with... I didn't recognize the um, director that saves her ass at the end. He just says, oh, these two together, yeah, that ought to be good. And she just gets acquitted on the spot from there. I'm still, I'm still, I don't still realize that we're not going to have Bojack Osman anymore. But at least because it's a good ending, we can watch it as much as we want again. Like, I'm still yeah. going to watch, like, the yeah. underwater episode is still oh, one no. of my favorites. No. It's still so good. My favorite episode is the one of the most depressing ones. Of course, it's Free Churro. Uh, oh, the um, monologue. Yeah, the eulogy to uh, to his mother. Yeah, that one. Is, uh, that's a good one too. <laughs> yeah, I relate to that episode so much. This one is for me one of the best because it's central to AM, and there's really much nothing happening around. It's just talking, talking. You have just just a few flashbacks, but that's it. And then we finally see the audience just at the end of the episode. And I don't it's know. It's old crickets or something, right? It's, no, it's lizard, lizard. Oh, it's lizards. Yeah, that's right. The episode with um, his grandma, when she gets the lobotomy and mm. with the whole, I have half a brain uh, or half a mind, sorry. Yeah. And she that, that one was pretty she, difficult she, she too. And, when she doesn't finish the sentence, we can't. We we know what's 
what happened. Yeah, yeah it's very because I have case, yeah. a brain, and then no, yeah, yeah. half a mind. I think is the yeah, half a mind. Yeah, that one was a really tough episode as well. Yeah, I think that was the second one of season four. The sh- the old Sugarman place. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I, I like that one too. Like a lot. I like the opening with the song The Horse in a... The Horse with No Name? Exactly. Yep. I don't know what to say more because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm bumped. I'm bumped it's over. Even though I, I wouldn't have liked the idea of having a seventh season. Yeah, no. Like, I would not want to see the hijinks that he gets up to. On the, nah, um, me, me neither. Me neither. But, uh, what's it know. called? The Horny Unicorn show oh, yeah. or movie? Plus I did the... really like the, the fake out at the beginning of the last episode, though. Yeah. When you see a horseman dead and it's actually headless horseman cinematic universe dead at sony so it's completely unrelated but when you start with horseman dead and giant newspaper print you're like oh shit so it did really happen and he's dead but it's just a fake out that's revealed two seconds later i didn't like that for some reason they wanted to associate him with that douchey guy Vince Wagner. Yeah. Vince Wagner. And, and that's the thing. When they hired him on the show earlier, that was for Felbert, was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was for Fever. They were just looking for someone who would have a worse reputation than him. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he had okay. come to the point where no one would take him. Nothing. No one would be his sponsor because he was, he had become the outcast. And so Vance Wagner became the one who would be his only lifeline, even though. It was yeah. obviously a very flawed one, but yeah, when he goes to that uh, frat party afterwards, yeah, it's uh, really bad. It yeah. There. Uh, but man, the, the episode 14 with Angela Diaz is just so horrible, too, because yeah. when you learn that she had nothing and she just bluffed and he was like, all right, well, I guess yeah, I have to she, betray. She kind of coerced him into betray his best friend. And... Yeah, absolutely. Not kind of. She absolutely did that, yeah. And she still hasn't changed 30 years later when she manipulates him. Yeah. Again. And, and then, she, then she said, yeah, I, co- I, I just coerced you to do that. And it worked. I'm sorry about something not related to that incident. And uh, when he throws the cardboard cutout... I really thought it was going to start a fire in the whole house, but then pushed it away. So yeah. they're really playing with ex- expectations. I, we're oh, talking I, about... I thought too that it was going to take the contract and put it in the fire too, but absolutely. It yeah, it was in the first episode. We were talking about uh, putting a check off guns, and there's just a million misdirections in this show where it's selling you that something is going to happen and just completely surprises you anyway. Yeah. I'm just bummed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, it just saying that reminded me of uh, in the ninth episode, so the first one of the new set of episodes, uh, when he's a teacher, all of the students are like, oh, I'll show you how great of an actor I am. And they show up to his AA meeting yeah. just to mess with him and to show him how great of an actor. And the third one, who's actually there to get help, he pushes yeah. away and <laughs> it's so sad. 
I didn't uh, what I, I didn't like uh, was the fact that the AA meeting when he comes back after the interviews they kind of they bury him and for me as not for me but as a supposedly safe space it was kind of not good to show that yeah but at the same time that safe space is made of people and yeah. at some point how much of a front would you be able to put if someone you had absolutely no respect was nominated like 12 times to the Caesars for example yeah okay I see, <laughs> but, I, I see. you, you yeah, know what I mean like the, yeah yes of course you have to yeah, you have that, to that, take that's different the art that's different. No, but you, you know you have to take the art into account and in this case you have to take into account that it's a safe space no no but at the same no, time no, but that, that, that's different because like uh for for example bojack accept the blame and if he has to go to prison or something he he accepts and in polanski case he doesn't but he doesn't doesn't and, and he but he doesn't accept in the second interview he just denies that he has any power over these women and he just refuses to acknowledge how bad his influence has been on all of these lives yeah sure but it's not like he did something like you know very simple as molesting openly someone being accused and then run away in a different country to not be judged well, in you this know. case, he's being judged by everyone all of the time, so... Yeah, that's why. And he's not too much running away. And he could have, but he didn't. Well, the thing is, every time he ran away from somewhere, like when he ran away to Tsuke, that's when he messed up with Charlotte's daughter. So that was not good for him to run away there. When he ran away to that um, old cabin by the lake... Yeah, that... He makes a, a friend and just still messes up that relationship just because he's Bojack, basically. It doesn't. It doesn't really mess up that relationship. The the guy the guy is just trying to kill him and then it just goes away. I mean, the guy. What, okay, why does the guy want to kill him? Because he worked tirelessly all summer and Bojack's like, oh nope, I, I, I'm not allowing you to have any peace of mind i'm just going to mess with you and then he keeps pushing even though the guy said that he didn't want to face his grief basically but it did, that could happen to anyone you know it's not as bad as you know i, I think he, the direction of the of the dragonfly guy was a bit too much over what bojack did I mean, it, it's a TV show, so I think it's okay, it's a cartoon at the same time, you know. So no, I exaggeration mean, I, is also. No, no, I mean, in, the, in a place, in a place on in that case of Bojack running away and then accepting the demons of the past, destroying the proof, and wanting to move on. It's the first step in the fourth season, and because he never did that before. Right. Yeah. So I think that's good. Okay, yeah, hello. I hear that, yeah. Obviously, he's not completely done with thinking about uh, Cracker Jack and all of that part of his life, obviously, since uh, 
because yeah, because he doesn't really know about Cracker Jack. And that's that dream that he's having. Actually, they talk about it when he is at the at the rehab facility. Oh. Yeah, because when Dr. Champ is like, yeah, you told me about this, you told me about this, you told me about the dinner with everyone that died around you. There's a reference to it, yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't remember that. Dr. Champ, who's not a therapist, but a therapy, the therapy horse. horse. Yeah. Well, yeah, another life that uh, Bojack has affected somewhat neg negatively, I would say. Well, I he just no, comes I, back and absolutely no, screws that, him over. That's why it's also contextual. He, he tries to blame everything on Bojack when he already has a lot of substance abuse problem and he was yes. already on the brink of going back. back down. Yeah, but and... at the same time, Bojack is the one who kept the vodka in there for however many months, you know? Yeah, but you know, each people, if they want to get by every day with a, a, remi a reminder of something negative to just be able to move on and not going back in the dark place that's their choice you know sure but at the and same time when doing you that open at a rehab and, facility and, that is yeah but like, you know when you open, when you open a bottle when you open a bottle and when you're an alcoholic and you open a bottle and you smell vodka like you smell alcohol he was very thirsty okay he really yeah, needed that drink yeah. so <laughs> I, I, I think that but it's not e even Aiden. We cannot. We cannot see that he he wants to blame Bojack. He wants something to blame for his own mistakes. And then Bojack walk away and he says, "Yeah, I remember everything. I'm sober now." Obviously, he didn't remember everything because they didn't put Lynn on the board. Yeah, yeah. That's also like when you see the first draft on the board, he put like silly things like eating the muffin of uh, the Navy SEAL. Yeah, Keenan uh, Thompson's Kia. Uh, bumming people out of the AA meeting. He <laughs> <laughs> just says that. It doesn't say that he talked about Penny or anything. It just says bumming people out of a AA meeting. You see well, the list if like when uh, when we ask uh, okay what's your biggest flaws and you have to tell tell your flaws and then you ask your friends to make a list of your flaws <laughs> and it's not gonna be the same. No, yeah. Was too much. It was too much and in the same time it wasn't enough. Uh, again, I'm glad it has not dragged on for years and years of just declining quality. No, just, just dragged on for eight years, but that's it. No, six. Six years. It didn't start in 2012? 14. Oh, oh my bad. Yeah, 2014 uh, to 2020. Yeah, a year season. Yeah, pretty much. That's good. It's good reason. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be tough not looking forward to another BoJack Horseman season. Yeah. Very curious what the creators will do afterwards. So they already did something new. Uh, yeah, but... I'm it, hoping they do something else else afterwards as well. Because it's not very good. It's like Bernie and uh, Bernie and. Bernie. Yeah, I watched the first couple of episodes. I was not impressed. I will say, I guess. I, I watched the whole season. Uh, I liked it because there's Steven Yeun in it, and I like Steven Yeun a lot. But yeah, it's definitely not. Um, it's not Bojack. No. 
it's good for something like that, but it's not. If you put like Rick and Morty and Bojack Horseman around, it's not even close. Uh, it's too light for me. Too light, uh, not dark enough. Not. I just uh. hoped they they could have done more specials episodes because they did one special episode after season one. It was a Christmas episode about passing around. They should have done that after each season. It would have been good. There's also Horsing Around as a show that's on Netflix, technically, that has one episode that's 47 seconds. And on Netflix, they have it as from 1987. Yeah. It has, like, VHS quality to it. And the actors are Bojack Horseman, Joel Clark, Bradley Hitler-Smith. The characters from the show are the yeah, actors, yeah. supposedly, so it's pretty fun that they did that, but it doesn't really add much since it's 45 seconds long. I liked a lot some of the guest star, stars they put, especially Zach Braff, and the fact that for some of the guests they acted the, um, What's his name? Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda is a... Uh, Pretty famous as well, and he's the one who plays Cracker Jack. But I mean, if we're going to do the whole list of the cameos, like no, for no, example, no, did you no, know no, that it was no, actually? No, no. I'm, I mean, like uh, actually, guess like Zach Braff is playing by Zach Braff. Like uh, Jessica Biel. Yeah, uh, or, stuff uh... like that, and mostly just the people, more of the people that just acted as themselves. Because so... I don't think that Andrew Garfield acted as Andrew Garfield. For a Tarantino, uh, yeah, or Tarantino. Is it actually Tarantino, or no, do no, they I just don't think so. have someone else? No, uh, I think he's too. Maybe he feel he thinks too much of of himself no. for doing this show. Margot Martindale is character actress. Morgan yeah. Martindale. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the um, details they put. Not the last episode, but just before that, about Zach Graff and. That is real life best friend with Donald Tunnel Faison. Yeah. I like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's as put in the same way as character actress Margot Martin. They just want to, to put out everything about that person. Yeah, so that's character actress Margot Martin. And that's Zach Braff, best friend with Donald Faison <laughs> in real life. You're like, okay. It's like you said, uh, that's. Na 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 na, photographer for uh, na 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 uh, right. magazine. And you're like, okay, too much yeah, detail. Right. I'm just looking at the cast on the IMDb. I forgot, I had forgotten that it was uh, Lisa Kudrow who does uh, Wanda in season what two or three? Two, I guess maybe. You know the owl who had been in a coma for thirty yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, also that. Why did they put that on abuse? Going out with someone is an abuse. No, it, it was just to establish the patterns of the types of relationship that, that he had, I think. Okay. More than it being abuse in and of itself. I think over that conversation, context is also very important, which they didn't take in account. Yeah, but that was the whole point. They were just putting trying everything at the same time yeah. just to show that he has it was they were trying to take him down they weren't trying to paint him as a nuanced person who has had a difficult life they're just saying look at all of these women that you have 
uh, taken advantage of them, yeah. this way or that way, you know? Do you want to add anything else? It was nice while it lasted. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that's the name of the last episode, and yeah. Uh, that says that says it. That says it all. Oh my God, Bojack Osman is over. Well, you can still watch it again and again and again. Yeah. You notice all of the smallest details. But you know, you when you yet. watch it again and again and again, it's because usually you want to know by heart. Uh, the season before the new season is coming out. And then now, there's no point because no more season is coming out. I rewatch shows that have ended a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, me too. But... Uh, yeah, obviously I'm not going to do yearly rewatches of everything that's out yet in preparation for the newest season, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to watch this show again probably several times. Yeah, me too, because it's such a good show. And... Uh... I like also how you see the evolution of the character uh, between the first season and the season six. You mean like how at Todd's party you have Mr. Peanut Butter wearing a, a round color shirt? shirt? <laughs> not, not just for that, but I mean also <laughs> I like that episode when, when, the, when you have Bojack Osman showing him how he can put glasses on a round neck t-shirt and yeah. he's just like oh wow <laughs> ducky ducky what now <laughs> yeah it's gonna be odd yeah. but we have to move on we have to yeah. live after bojack horseman yeah definitely but you know what maybe they are gonna surprise us with something new and something good we don't know because sometimes netflix are keeping like surprises when a show didn't start when it's a new show Sometimes they didn't really announce it. They right, just yeah. like big. I mean, that, that's that's how Bojack Horseman was for me. Yeah, it just and showed like, up and I was like, yeah, I guess I'll give it a go. I have nothing better going on. And then the just binge the first season and like, oh my goodness. It was the same for Big Mouth. They didn't announce Big Mouth. They just put it there and then it, it worked. Yeah, I haven't seen Big Mouth so. It's good. It's not. It's not. It's not Bojack Osman potential, but it's good. There's a lot of show by Netflix. They don't really announce the beginning, and then if it works, they keep up. But like Atypical or Sex Education. If it's an original show that's not tied to any other yeah, um, but that's why IP, I, they don't really that's need why to I like talk it. about it too much. And that's why first. also I think and I hope more they are gonna do. A surprise and put a very new show that's gonna be amazing too. Yeah, I hope so because I really liked Bojack Horseman and it's over. I really liked The Good Place and it's over. Yeah, The Good so, Place just I finally watched the very long last episode. Should, should we talk about it here or maybe keep it for another episode? No, because I don't think it has like for me it doesn't have the the it was a nice ending that just, you have all of the characters, basically the thing that they said in the first episode that supposedly got them to heaven in the first place yeah. is the thing that gets them into the next place of existence, basically, yeah. you know, or not existence in this case, because yeah, Eleanor was supposed to be a human rights lawyer and she was very literally a human rights advocate who argued in front of the judge to save humanity in the afterlife. Yeah. You have Chidi who 
spent a lifetime exploring the mysteries of the universe and ends up talking them over with all of his favorite authors. You have Jason, who's supposed to be a monk, who very much becomes a monk. Like, he waits, I don't know how many Jeremy Berrymes, in silence, in nature, just chilling. And, uh, and yeah. The end, the end was very uh, soothing. It, it's, it's the good place, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was nice. Okay, well, I think uh, we're good uh, for a first time. It's going to be a short episode. Can I achieve the goal of doing one hour episode? I'm going to cut it down a little bit and it's going to be an hour, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your day, rest of your week. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye. Yep. Bye.